Gene Brack, and this is My Leadership Podcast. Glad that you're with us today. My guest again is Kelly Stickle. It's great to be here. Good. (laughs) And we're talking about today how your communication had to change from being a follower to being a leader, what you communicated. Yeah. So in the locker room or backstage for me, so Mm -hmm. our two different directions here, backstage there could be a lot of chatter that was not always complimentary (laughs) to the director or whatever. And the same thing I'm sure could be true in the locker room as well. So how do we make that shift from being a communicator as a follower to being a communicator as a leader? What begins to be the challenges? Yeah, there's there's so many. There's lots and lots we could go through, lots of books. For me personally, uh, the biggest challenge for me when when I was thrust this, you know, upon me to, that you're going to now be a leader, you're the captain of the team. Right. Uh, for me, the, the most uncomfortable part was the communication part because mm-hmm. naturally I'm I'm an introvert. So not a people person. Not, uh, not a people person. <laughs> necess- no, not necessarily at all. So I had to naturally uh, had to change my approach because... You know, being introverted, being all by yourself, that's okay as a follower. Mm-hmm. But once you're a leader, there's an expectation of, and there's a need for communication to a group, but there's also a need for communication to individuals. And I had to work hard on the communication skills that what wasn't natural to me, uh, you know, as an introvert, you know, that what was seemed natural to others who were extroverted and, and seemed to thrive, you know, one on one or in groups, and they just made it look so easy, easy. and so natural. And it's it wasn't. Very, it's not. Uh, I had I had to learn a lot of skills, and and I, later on, you know, as I thrust into management and supervisor roles in, in job, and then and then being you know set in as as a leader of an organization at 23 and having to do this, yeah. I, I began to dig deep into books and learn skills on. Okay, I, I need to learn how to communicate. Do you remember? remember when people began to say, Kelly said, because you realize all of a sudden that whatever you did say got repeated. Yeah, that's scary. And you had, <laughs> it is scary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, that is a different uh, a thought process and in the communication, because as a follower, you, you don't, uh, you may be repeated, but it's not like you have the authority. Now yeah. all of a sudden it mattered. Yeah, I remember junior high or high school in those times when you'd hear somebody saying, well, Kelly said this or da-da-da, and, and people would take that or people would take a, a lead in the classroom and, and say, well, Kelly did it this way, and they'd hear someone say that to a teacher, and I'm going, wait, what? Um, <laughs> why are you following following me? And I think the idea then of of the responsibility of, okay, wait, if, if people are following me, yeah. what, what, what else are they following me in? What example am I setting? In, in all these areas and, and, wow. and the pressure that goes with that. And then learning, okay, well, how am I communicating? What am I not communicating? And I think uh, there's frustrations you know, in the communication area. I think for me, there's a lot of, of those following me when I was in a supervisor role mm-hmm. who, would, who would air frustrations of not knowing or wasn't being communicated yeah, to her and you yeah. never told me. And you, That's you, the big one, isn't it? It's a big no one. one says, no one told me, it's not being communicated. You're at fault. What's wrong with you? <laughs> yes. And then I listen to them going, you're right. I didn't say right. I, I didn't tell you anything. But Or even that you, maybe you told them, but they didn't hear it the way that you meant it to be received. Yeah, absolutely. That's a key right there. Absolutely. Or, you know, there's expectations that we have and we keep in our head as leaders, but we don't ever um, get out. And so then we get frustrated with somebody who's not doing what we expected, but then we realize... I never told them what I expected. <laughs> I thought about telling them, but I never really <laughs> yeah. told them. So the fault is really mine, not theirs. So, <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot of different skills. For me, I think it was learning how to, you know, to speak in public. That's what I, I do now. I had to learn skills there and how to communicate vision 
uh, and make it clearly. And, you know, I'd learned, you know, in communicating vision that the best way is to first define the problem that the vision is, is going to solve. And if you can define the problem clearly, there's a lot more buy-in to, to the yes. vision. And uh, in, individually, I think I learned one-on-one, -on -one, uh, you know, how to communicate, how to different skills. I actually read a lot of books on, on actors, which, uh, and how they, you know, communicate on screen and make, make certain scenes, uh, you know, scenes seem, you know, connected. Because it's not real. just words, you know, it's, it's, not, just, it's words. not just words. It's your body language, it's that whole persona. And it's also in written communication. I had to learn to be very careful that I didn't, especially with emails, or with any kind of proposals that I would make, just kind of casually to get some feedback. Yes. If the words weren't spelled right, if the punctuation was all wrong, et cetera, everything I wrote represented me. Yes. And that still haunts me. That is, yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I always enjoyed writing because that was, um, and I was always got gr good grades in school writing, always enjoyed writing. Uh, writing to me was the easy part because I could do that by myself and I could communicate what my thoughts were. It was trying to get those thoughts out and in talking and, and someone has said the biggest fallacy in communication is the thought that it really happened. <laughs> yes. You know, because in, in what I have taught many times to students is there has to be, you have to expect a certain response yeah. and you, you have to package your idea to go in that direction. And yes. if not, who knows where it's going to go because their point of reference is not your point of reference. That's so true. You have to have, I think the effective communication has to have, you know, as the leader and the communicator, you have to have the end goal in mind before you start. Uh, in order to get people there, and it's really taking them on a journey, and how how am I going to get them there, and what you know what sidetracks could they have, and do I know yes. this person, and what they're going to, how they're going to perceive this, and can I what's get into their, their world? What's their point of reference to start with? Yes, and then and then how do I get them from their current point of reference, yes. their comfort zone, what their experiences, to where uh, we want them to go? Good. So if you've just become a leader and you're communicating your vision, et cetera, you have a lot to think about and we want to help you with that as well. So be with us next time. We'll talk a little bit more about this.